Welcome to the Core Women Podcast. My name is Dr. Summer Watson. I'm a doctor of psychology, podcaster, published author, coach, producer of documentary empowerment films, and empowerment seminars. This podcast is a special place for the hearts and souls of women. It is a place where women share their journeys, strength, resiliency, strategy, and passions. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Kim Chesney, a globally recognized author and an innovative creative culture leader and intuition advocate. Kim is the founder of Intuition Lab, a thriving global intuition community where she hosts live workshops and retreats in Pittsburgh and the author of Radical Intuition, a revolutionary guide to using your inner power. We have so much to talk about here, Kim, and welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today. I'm excited as well. And thank you for joining me again on the Core Women podcast. I would like for mm-hmm. you to speak a bit about your personal and professional journey and how your passion developed into helping people honor their inner voice. Yeah, you know, for me, it's, you know, it's not your typical journey. I've worked in technology for 20 years and, uh, you know, I've had this sort of role in that force of helping people, entrepreneurs, helping people build businesses. And, and, you know, the other side of my life was this intuitive side and the spiritual side. And my, you know, my first book, the psychic workshop came out about um, 15 years ago. So for me, it was really about this sort of quest that I've been on for the last uh, 15, 20 years to really uh, normalize intuition and to bring these worlds together of of this, you know, really the spiritual connection within us and also really the very practical everyday uses of intuition that really just applies to our life in general. Really, um, you know, I talk about a calling a lot. Like I think intuition is so connected with our callings in life and the things that, you know, we just feel like we're meant to do and, and, and serve in the world. And I feel like my, my calling has always really been to share this message and really to make it accessible for everybody. Well, thank you for that. Can you briefly touch on, because I did go through this book and um, as you can see, I've got it all tabbed up. Oh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when I see people that tab my book because I'm like, I read it. You know, it's like, that's, that's a good sign right there. (laughs) Dog ears. We like dog ears. (laughs) That's That's right. So can you briefly touch on the steps to normalizing intuition? Because you did touch on that. Yeah. So, um, you know, so part of this process, I talk about this intuition revolution that's been going on um, right now in our culture over the, over the last decades, where we're really starting to rebalance and reconnect with our intuitive nature, really on a global scale. Uh, you know, we had the early adopters, we had people in the quote unquote last century, right, who really got intuition, started to talk about how, you know, psychic development wasn't just something for uh, people with some special gift, or it's not some woo occult thing, right? So gradually, we started to see that more and more people are starting to understand this, this process of insight and inspiration is coming from somewhere. And there really are things that we can do to help understand that and foster it and, and really be, have it become a force in our life. And, and I like to call it in, uh, insightfulness, right? We talk a lot about mindfulness. Mm. So I'm really interested in this idea of, of moving into mindfulness. M- mindfulness is so important. It really is this first step in normalizing intuition is to become mindful. Because when we become mindful, we become present, we become still, we become aware and awake. And that is really the playground for our intuition. Our intuition can't speak to us when we're running around like mad, crazy people on our phones all the time, busy 24-7. Our intuition can't get through. It really needs a space of calm and quiet and presence to open up to us and for us to really hear what it's trying to you know, share with us and call us and all those wonderful things that intuition does. So, so this idea of becoming mindful and present, slowing down, 
really as this counterintuitive sort of process to our busy culture is so important. And then once we start to get into these silences to learn what our intuition feels like, what the process of insight and epiphany and inspiration feels like, and to honor that as a real genuine thing, instead of just thinking, oh, it's like something, you know, I don't need to pay attention to that, right? Or it's not real or too ephemeral. Um, Really learning to listen to these subtle messages and cues is, is really a whole new way of learning and thinking. Right, absolutely. So thank you for explaining that, because I think it's really important for people to understand the basics, what intuition is, and then you go into, you've got to have mindfulness, and then that brings along the intuition. And, and that's where you then can normalize intuition. You can understand, you can allow it or embrace it into your life. So I think, do you, mm-hmm. think, do you think people miss out on a lot of intuition because we're going so fast every day? I, I really do. I really feel like busyness is the biggest barrier to intuition. And that's, and I mean, we've never lived in a busier time in life than right now. And I think that, so it's why it's especially important for this voice to be out there and this is saying, slow down, slow down, listen, right? Because back in the old days, it was easier to listen because our lives weren't so full. You know, we had simpler lives and there was more time to simply be, um, you know, even whether it was just cooking and doing chores and those, those things where we have to be present, right? Now we don't do that because the minute we have some downtime, we're on our phones, right? We're texting or we're going on social media. So all of this stuff is, is, you know, in one way, making it more difficult for us to hear our intuition. So that's why I think at the same time, this sort of intuition revolution is starting to take hold where people are realizing that, no, we, we really need to slow down. We really need to listen to the voice within us instead of constantly just being distracted and consumed by the world around us. Yeah, good point. Because there is a lot of noise. There's a lot of chaos. And how do you slow down, filter out that noise and bring in and normalize that intuition and embrace it? So does intuition flow throughout all aspects of our lives, such as relationships, business, wellness? And can you explain this? Yeah, yeah. Intuition really is imbued in everything we do. It's, you know, I always joke with people, um, you know, and they're like, Oh, I don't have intuition. Well, to me, saying you don't have intuition is like saying you don't have intellect. Because the way I look at it, it's just a complement to this whole uh, learning and perception process of the mind. So it's really integral in our design. It's integral in the way we interact with the world and the way we make decisions and the way that we live. Um, you know, just like when we're young, uh, we, we come into this world, we're so intuitive naturally. We're so imaginative. We're so creative. You know, creativity is a huge part of intuition. Um, but we sort of have this, we're kind of trained to think that, okay, now we have to move, we have to get smarter. We have to kind of go to school and learn to use our mind and, and, and our intellects and learn to think a certain way, which is all great. It's wonderful. We've done amazing things. We've achieved wonderful things in this world with our minds, but we sort of forgot about this other part. And it's time to start, you know, pick up and catch up where we left off there and start nurturing that side so that, you know, ultimately we can have this balanced mind of intellect and intuition. So it really is for every single person has it and every single person can get better at it if they just learn to understand it and pay attention to it. Just like, you know, we go to school and we get smarter, we can learn about our intuition and pay attention to our intuition and become more intuitive. Yeah. Thank you for that. Can you explain how an intuitive path kind of pulls you in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that 
that most of us can relate to. You know, if we look back to our life and we think even when we're a child, things that we were naturally gravitated to, right? The books we love, the, the activities we love. Like there, there's a reason why we pick certain things. And we talk a lot about talent, the terms of talent and, you know, genius and all of these things are wrapped up in intuition because these are things that we just naturally align with. Intuition is about resonance and alignment. So, so when we are moving with our intuition, we're in the flow, we're in alignment. And that draws us to these things that we are actually, you know, best suited for the things that, that will allow us to fulfill our potential and will allow us to grow and become, you know, the beings that, that we're made for. So, so I think for many of us, it starts at a, at a young age, we know these sort of talents, we know these sort of um, affinities that we have, but as we get older, and this, these callings grow stronger, you know, we really, in many cases, just feel, a, you know, a passion or or a need to do something, you know, whether it's serve in, in any way, serve or create or, or, you know, make something new that helps the world or, or help other people in some way. And, and I think that's part of this real sort of human um, core nature of wanting to rise together and wanting to make this life better for all of us. And I think that also is really part of the growth process and the transformation process within us all. Yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. And you touched on uh, resonance. Can you describe resonance in relation to that radical intuition? Yeah, sure. So when I talk about radical intuition, you know, I'm really talking about that process of, of, of making that commitment to live true to yourself. And we hear that phrase a lot, you live your truth. And it's so important. But what, what we really are talking about is really in, is making this shift from making your choices and living your life by the social conditioning you were raised with or the, what the people around you are telling you to having a true confident awareness of your own connection with life and that own direction within you. And when we make that shift to commit to living to our truth based on our inner wisdom and our inner knowing, because only we know what we're made for, the world doesn't know. I mean, how many stories have we heard of people that went and did amazing things. And everyone said, you could never do that, but they knew they could because a part of them knew that they couldn't, a part of them knew what they were meant to do. So we have to listen to these callings because they're for us and they're within us. And resonance ties into that because it helps us to align with those callings and fulfilling them. And it's for, it happens in many ways. It happens within us. We feel a need, we feel a desire. We feel frustrated when we can't accomplish those things that we're called to do. We feel that, you know, you talk here about artists all the time being like, you know, they get creatively frustrated. They don't get a chance to express themselves or get this out because it's, it's within them and it needs to come out. And, and the same thing applies to teaching and serving and healing and all these wonderful things that we do in the world, inventing, right? So intuition is wrapped up in all of that. And like I said, not only does it come from within us, but it also comes from without us. The open doors that come for us, you know, getting in the flow of life, you know, it's all connected the inner world and the outer world. And when we, when life brings us opportunities and open doors and following that resonance and knowing the ones that are right for us, you know, that's when we start to put it in action in the world because intuition is a two-part process. It's not just about knowing it or hearing it within us. It's about making it real and bringing it out into the world and making real change and impact and fulfilling what our, our mission is in this life. So, um, so ultimately, you know, resonance starts within us. It starts with that little whisper inside of us and it ends with um, really the world opening up for us in the way that it's meant to for us to, you know, fulfill our destinies. Right. I totally understand that. And 
I like how we progressed here from understanding the foundational aspects of intuition, how you interpret it, how you embrace it, how you block out some of that exterior noise so you can accept it and embrace it, and then going on and how that pulls you in and then what that looks like for you and how that aligns with your life in regards to that resonance and how you live in alignment with that. Absolutely. Can you give some insight about the intuitive versus rational mind and how they differ? Yeah. So I think that, you know, the rational mind is something that's very active. So we are in control of it. We are solving problems. We are uh, figuring things out, right? So we're actively trying to go through a linear process of problem solving, right? So, but with intuition, it's not linear at all. Intuition is more of this place where of magical place where answers just arrive, insights just drop in. It's you simply receive it. So it's so much easier that it's less work. It's, it's definitely a lot less work than making your pros and cons list and trying to figure it out because your intuition will instantly connect you through resonance, through first impressions in a lot of different ways that it, that it works to, to get you to that place. So I always love use the analogy. And this is like one of my favorite analogies is that um, intuition is sort of like Newtonian physics. It's old school physics, right? It's like what we see here in the physical world, cause and effect, right. linear processing. Intuition, however, is like quantum physics. Intuition can go through the wormhole. Intuition can do impossible things. It can connect things that are a million miles apart. It can connect people that are nowhere near each other, haven't talked to each other in in decades, right? Because it's energetic and it goes beyond and defies the, the normal laws of physics. Right. Well, thank you for describing that because I think many times we can overlook intuition because we rationalize things and we can miss it. And so I think it's really important to define as you mm-hmm. did the intuitive versus rational mind, because again, it's not just overlooking it, but it's trusting it. Yes. So how do you trust something that maybe just falls into you? Maybe that's something magical. How do you trust and how do you listen to that? How do yeah. You, okay. I'm going to listen to you today, even though you just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. But I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to follow this. I'm going to follow your guide. So how do you listen to that muse or that intuition? Yeah, and that's really the, that's one of the biggest questions. It's really at the core of the work that I do, because we're not going to follow our intuition if we don't trust it. That's at the end of the day, right? If we don't know what intuition is, or if we just can't figure it out, or if it just seems nebulous, we're not going to make that commitment. We're not going to put all our eggs in that basket. So trusting our intuition is the most important thing um, that we can cultivate in our life is that, that trust. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, the, The simple answer to that question is to practice using your intuition and have it come through for you. Because once your intuition starts to come through for you, and once you recognize it, you understand what it feels like, it's much easier to trust it, right? So many of us, you know, we're, we're in those early stages of intuition where they just pop through in little blips, they drop in out of nowhere. And we're just not sure. We're like, hey, was that real? Was that not real? And so we don't really know how to handle it. But once you start to really open up to your intuition and become aware of it and awaken to it, it starts to happen more. And the more that it happens the more that you're able to understand your own sort of unique language and how your intuition speaks to you. So once this whole process is in motion 
And this happens more and more. It's just like any other talent or anything else that you do. The more you use it, the more you do it, the better you get at it, the more confident you become in it. And it's um, really this process of just knowing yourself and developing this trust in yourself and, and the way that this own information comes through you. And it happens with time. Well, I like that explanation because here in Radical Intuition, you, you start from a beginning point in a, and talk about the process and you talk about how this can happen and how you can be enriched and embrace intuition and become more enlightened by it and live in congruence with it. And so I think that's, that's really important. And it's a great guide. It really is a revolutionary guide to using your inner power. (laughs) Yes. enjoyed, you know, looking at this and reading through this book. And so it gives me, it kind of aligns with some of the things that I do. And so I thought, ah, you know, this is really cool because going to school in San Francisco and um, learning from some of these amazing doctors who were shamans and who were, you know, listen to intuition, like Dr. Stanley Krippner, who was, was a renowned in the field. Well, you know, reading this book, it aligns with a lot of that, but it also takes you through this practice of how to really embrace it, how to listen to that intuition, how to live in alignment with it. So this is a really great guide. So thank you for putting this out. I really- Thank you. Thank you for appreciating it. (laughs) So as we come to the end of the interview, my last question is, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, Kim, what would they be? Uh, You know, I have this little phrase, this little mantra that I I always use, and it's very simple. um, To your own higher self be true. So at the end of the day, really everything you do, every, every moment of the day as you're going through your day and you're making these choices and you're living your life, uh, just remember that there's a higher part of yourself that knows everything. We might not know it every day when we're walking around making our little decisions, but there's a higher part within you that knows everything. And if you can learn to trust that above everything else, life will fall into place. Well, thank you, Kim, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. This is a fun conversation. If you would like to connect with Kim Chesney, you can go to www.kimchesney.com and you can follow her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women And please stay tuned for continued growth of the core women movement. Let's grow and drive change together.